This episode was so unscripted and so, so disorganised, in fact, that I actually got the episode number wrong. So this episode is actually episode 150. As I say in the episode, it's not 151, it's actually 150. So please bear that in mind when you're listening to it. I wanted to make it as uncut as possible, so I've not gone back through the episode and swapped all the 150s. The 151s for 150. Okay, see you soon. Hello, it's me, Craig. Now, I can't believe this is episode 151. I can't believe I've done 150 episodes. And in this 151th first, 151st episode, I'm going to do something that I've never done before in any of my other episodes. And that's go uncut and unscripted. So, let me explain what that means. Each episode, I normally record of AADA. I sit down and carefully script every single word that I'm going to say. I usually go off script a little bit. I might add things in here and there, things that aren't written down. But normally the way I record AADA, A, <laughs> I can't even say it now, AADA, normally the way that I record it is that I write a script and then I read you a script. And then I go off and I pick some music and all that kind of stuff. So normally every episode that I do is carefully crafted. Which, as you can imagine, takes me quite a long time to do that. It takes me about two hours every single day of my life. And I'm determined that I'm going to do this for 365 days. I've taken a couple of days off so far because I went on holiday, but I am determined that I'm going to do this for 365 days. But this episode, episode 151, I've been plotting for quite a long time. I've been spending some time thinking about the 11 best pieces of advice I could pass on to somebody, seeing as though I'm in my officially 11th year of being a professional designer or a developer or a web designer or whatever label you want to put to whatever job it is that I do at the minute. Since I'm in my 11th year, I wanted to try and think of the 11 absolute best things that I've learnt, that I could pass along to other people, to to students, and maybe just as a reflection exercise, as something that I can look back on after time as well. This episode didn't feel like it deserved to be carefully scripted. It felt like I should be honest with you. I should sit here and I should speak my heart exactly what I want to think. So the only things that I've scripted is the bits that I've carefully, carefully thought about. And that's the points 1 through to 11. Everything else in this episode, I'm not cutting anything out, hence the name uncut. And I'm not scripting anything else, hence the name unscripted. So... The thing that you're listening to right now has not been scripted at all, so you might um, hear some weird erms or ahs or some weird pauses in here, but I wanted to make this feel as honest as possible. So let's get started with the number one thing. I started my professional, if you want to call it professional, my professional career as a designer when I was just 18. And when I was 18, I thought I was grown up. I thought I knew everything. I thought I knew everything there was that there was for me to know by the time I became 18. Previous to that, when I was 16, I thought I knew everything. And when I was 17, I thought I knew everything. And then when I got to 19, I thought I knew everything. And then 20, I thought I knew everything. And the number one thing that I wanted to say is you don't know everything when you're 18. I absolutely didn't know everything when I was 18. 
I thought I did. But as soon as I started that first job, I quickly began to realize that I didn't know everything. I'd only spent, if if you've listened to some of my other podcasts, you probably know this already, but I'd only spent two years in formal design education. I'd never really done design stuff before, so this all this stuff was completely new to me. So I'd only actually spent formally two years as a designer in design education. So when it came to actually being really lucky, in fact, and getting my first job, I didn't really know that much, but I thought I did. Which brings me to number two on my list. You're not good at something when you first start it. This doesn't just apply to my design career. I've, I've worked this out over the years, over the last 11 years, starting and failing at loads of things. I like trying new things all the time, as you're probably aware. And, you know, I've, I've done these 365-day challenges a lot. I've done them a lot over the last 11 years. And I've done various ones. And every time I start something, the re- one of the reasons that I do it is to keep progressing myself. I always want to keep progressing myself. And part of always progressing myself is always reminding myself that when you first start something, you're just not good at it. It's so, it's so easy to forget that. When, you, when you're going through life and when, if you're like me, you've been doing something for 11 years, you get pretty good at it and you kind of forget that feeling when you first start something of, of not being good at it and you forget that. And the only way I can constantly keep reminding myself of number two, one of the most important things that I've ever learned, that you're not good at something when you first start it, is to keep starting new things. When I first started this podcast, episode one on January the 1st, I did my podcast exactly like I'm doing it now. I used to talk into a mic and I used to not really script anything that I did. And I just used to talk at you. And that first episode... I was so, 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 so uncomfortable talking into a mic. Now, 150 episodes later, I don't care. It just doesn't bother me at all, which is weird because on the first episode, when I did the first episode, talking into a mic by myself is just not scary. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't scared by the prospect of talking into a mic because I've delivered lots of talks over the years and I teach every year for a couple of weeks. So the idea of speaking didn't scare me. It was just the whole podcasting thing, talking to yourself without the reaction of an audience. You know, people not being able to give you feedback instantly to what you're saying is a really weird concept. So it took me a while to get used to podcasting. And in 150 episodes, I've taken the biggest crash course on podcasting I probably ever could. It's completely consumed my life. In fact, to the point where it's made me stop something else that I really love doing. Last year, I took up jujitsu, and at the minute, I just don't have time to do it because I'm doing podcasting. And jujitsu was another thing that I took up that you're an absolute complete amateur at that when you first start it. And that's another thing that taught me you're just not good at things when you first start them. And I think that's one of the most important things I've learned in the last 11 years of, of me being a designer. And then number three is slightly related to that as well. Side projects. Side projects are probably the most important thing in your career. I wholeheartedly agree with that. If you're not doing side projects and if you're 
not doing things outside of your real work, you just never progress at the same level. And I see this all the time because, because I'm a designer. I know lots of other designers and I know lots of other people that do my job that I've met over the years. And there's, there's a gap. There's a gap between people who do this job, nine well five and people who do this job in their spare time as well for fun, for side projects, for no money, just because they want to get better at it. And that crosses the entire gamut of what I do. That crosses the gamut of web developers, of copywriters, of designers, of graphic designers, of illustrators, of artists, whatever it is. If you're not doing this job in your spare time to get better at it, to just because you enjoy it, you're never going to be as good as the next person because the best people, the very best people in our industry as designers or web designers or whatever it is you're doing in the entire creative and digital sector, the best people in the world are doing this. Excuse me, I had a bit of a burp there, sorry. The best people doing this job are doing it for fun, to learn new things. They're always getting better. And the only way you can compete with that is to get onto their level. If you really do want to be a world beater, if you want to be a world beater and you want to be better than everybody else in this world at this job, you've got to do side projects. They just teach you so much stuff. The The one I'm doing right now, the podcasting one, is probably has probably been the most intense one that I've ever done. And in fact, if I'm truly honest, this is probably the first side project I've done where I knew nothing about the thing that I was doing. Other things I've done have always been design related. And this one wasn't design related at all, apart from making a website, for example. But actually, <clears throat> actually making a podcast is nothing to do with that. It's It was completely different skill. It was a completely different thing. And I probably don't give it enough credit that I went from knowing nothing at all about audio, about production, about what mic to buy, what recording software to use, everything. I went from all that to where I, where I am 150 episodes in now, knowing a lot about all that stuff. And the reason I did it is because I genuinely wanted to learn a new skill. And the only way to learn new skills is to do stuff in your spare time and actually take on side projects. Completely different from that, after side projects, the other thing, number four, which has helped me so much in my career, especially back in around year three, when I had been a designer for a couple of years, it might have been year four, my, my memory is terrible, by the way, so don't take these years as anything you know, anything truthful. Um, but I'm not purposefully lying. I'm just misremembering. So in about year three, four or five or whatever it was, when I first quit my job and when I started up for myself with James, when we started Genius Division, the thing that gave us a start straight away, a running start was the fact that we networked like hell. We knew loads of people and the number four thing, building a network of friends is really important because once you've got a network of peers, of friends, of people who want to give you work, they want to see you succeed. And that's what we had. When we quit our jobs, people wanted to see us succeed. So they all came out of the woodwork, all our friends. And and I'm still eternally thankful to, to this day. And some of them we still work with to this day. 
all our friends and past contacts and past employers and past people we've dealt with, they all gave us work and advice and mentorship and all the stuff that money just can't buy. And if we didn't have any of that network before we quit our jobs, I don't think we'd still be in business seven years, nearly eight years later. I don't think we'd still be in business because some of those contacts we built up then are still still play a big part in our life now. And you need to network. It's I'm trying to think very carefully about how to word this because as as I don't want to say this as kind of a golden age thing again, but as society moves on at such a quick pace and things like WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger and Twitter and all these text-based mediums become more and more popular, we're all building bigger and bigger networks, but those networks are not half as deep as the networks that we used to build. We actually used to go to events. So the most important advice I could give to any young aspiring designer looking to get into this this crazy career is to actually network online, but network in person as well. That means going to design events near you or going to tech events near you, meeting new people, connecting with them. You should meet them in person, then stay connected online and then keep meeting them in person as well. I don't get the chance to do this much anymore. And I'm, I'm trying to get better at it because life gets in the way and work gets in the way. Now you run a, you run a successful business. You've not got any time for this kind of thing anymore. But when we were, f- when we was, was first starting, this was so important to us to network as much as we could. You need to get your face out there and you need people to know who you are. And then the final thing I want to mention, I've just realized I've run to 13 minutes. So this is, this is the final thing that I want to mention in this episode is every agency does things differently. You might come out of uni or come out of wherever you've learned your skills as a designer, go into an agency and it's going to be completely different. It's going to be completely different to anything that you've ever experienced before. And that's okay because every agency is like that. Every agency does things differently to the last agency that you went to. Something It's something to be aware of. And I've put it at number five because I think it's really important as well to remember that you need to stay adaptable to this kind of thing. You need to know and understand that every agency does things different. Some do things better than other agencies. Some are better at project management. Some are better at completing projects. Some are more creative than others. Some are more technical than others. And everybody has their own systems in place and everybody does things differently. It's really important that you remember that. And don't let it bug you either because there will be commonalities between different agencies as you move between them. But it's important to remember that the creative and digital sector is not regulated. It's not standardised and every agency you go into, things are going to be slightly different. And that's okay to be adaptable to that. I guess number five there should be every agency does things differently and you should always always want to adapt to that as well. So being adaptable, I guess, number five should probably have been instead of every agency does things differently. I'm going to leave it there for today because I realise I've run to 15 minutes, which is crazy. I never do 15 minute episodes. And this is why I've carefully script every episode. That's it for AADA today. This is episode 151 and I've told you about the first five things that I've learned in the last 11 years. Tomorrow I'm going to do a very similar episode again, but I'm going to tell you the last six. 
this was AADA. You can find the show notes and you can see where you can see where I'm tripping up here because now I've not got the show notes written in front of me and it's not carefully scripted. I don't know what to say next, but I do know to say this next. You can find the show notes about this episode at askadesignanything.com forward slash EP151. I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to my ramblings, my unscripted ramblings. In fact, I'd love to know what you think about this because I've never done this on AADA before in this particular way. Or in the new style, I've never done this. I've not done this for quite a while. So I'd love to know what you think. If you enjoyed this episode, more than my scripted ones, in fact, I'd be interested to know. Um, go over to Twitter. That's the best place to post any feedback about this. Go over to Twitter. Can't get my words out. Go over to Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Craig Burgess. You'll find me on there and ping me a tweet. And I'd love to know what you think. That's it. I'm going to stop rambling now. See you tomorrow. Goodbye.